welcome to the God Focus podcast. And today we are exploring Ephesians chapter five, just the beginning verses here. We have Kevin, MJ, and Yolanda, and myself, awesome Angie Ingstrom, honoring the awesomeness in you. So I would recommend that you calm your heart and your spirit, open your mind, open your heart, and just dive into this word with us today. I am reading everything today from the Daily Walk Bible, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1, follow God's example in everything you do, just as much loved child, just as, just as a much loved child imitates his father. <laughs> we were just talking about that. Be full of love for others, following the example of Christ who loved you and gave himself to God as a sacrifice to take away your sins. And God was pleased for God, for Christ's love for you was like sweet perfume to him. That was verses one and two. I love that we were just behind the scenes talking about this. Follow God's example in everything you do, just as, just as a much loved child imitates his father. Children also imitate other people in the world. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they imitate what they see. Mm -hmm. And um, what's really cool with, with kids is they're, they're walking around in a soul space and a, a preserved, you know, just physiology um, wise, they're, they're very protected um, to stay innocent. They're innocent as children and they don't necessarily question the outside world yet until around, you know, around ages five to seven, you know, kids usually start opening up and questioning things, but when they're really little, um, you know, and, and I know I've, I remember when um, our son was little and he just in the crib, you know, he'd be looking, I'd catch him, I'd walk in his room and he'd be standing in his crib, looking up at the ceiling and just, you know, like he was having a conversation with God, maybe two years old or whatever. I mean, that's what I envisioned. I mean, he was like really looking and in like having this conversation, <laughs> um, just beautiful. Kids are, um, kids are innocent um, until they're exposed to <laughs> garbage in the world. Um, anyone else have any thoughts on these first two verses? Yeah, I like the, you know, the walking, you know, you're walking in love uh, and that Christ came to, to sacrifice for us. And that's who we're following. We're following his footsteps. We're, we're walking with him. And that, that's a comfort to me is that if I just walk with him, that love is my protection around me. And uh, I'm glad he came. You know, it's my Abba Father. God put him down here to come be with me, you know, knowing that he was always there with me, but he sent this person, a, a physical being down here to walk with me. And it just it makes, you know, first two verses, you know, just make me feel good already, you know. Well, following the example of Christ, I mean, him com God coming to earth in the form of a physical human body, you know, it just gives us all hope, you know, if he can do it, you know, as a human, you know, we can do it just like when, um, 
you know, Roger, Roger Bannister with the, you know, breaking the one minute, four minute, or four minute, one minute, four minute mile. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. But, but it just lifts the lid like, wow, someone can do it. And then all of a sudden it opens this floodgate. Now everyone can do it. Um, you know, they can, you know, they, they, it breaks that barrier of belief, like, oh, it's not even possible. And, the, but then he did it. And then you know, everyone's like, whoa, he did it. Maybe I can do it too. Mm-hmm. It just opens that, that door. Because mm-hmm. we can train ourselves to do a lot of, a lot of amazing things. Well, the Olympics, the Olympics mm-hmm. right now, there are so many personal bests and Olympic bests have been in world records that are being smashed right now this mm-hmm. very week yeah and and it's just because you know somebody else said hey if he can do it i can do it mm-hmm. and we, we what we each do gives each other hope and um yeah so by by christ coming to earth it's a great example for us to follow yolanda any thoughts on verses one and two i love how it says um that we are to be imitators of God as beloved children. We're to walk in love. Um, and how Christ loved us and gave himself up for us. That is just, it's, it's beautiful to, to think about um, that he did that for us and that it, that it was a good aroma for, for God. I love that part, though. I love it um, that we can walk like Christ walked. Uh, I'll just read the NIV version. Oh, perfect. Uh, It says, follow God's example, therefore, as dearly loved children, and walk in the way of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. It's interesting they use the word fragrant, and like in my version, sweet perfume. And like Yolanda said, aroma, that's very interesting um, terminology, a sensory experience. Well, it's like, why, why do you walk in a garden? You walk in the garden and smell all the different fragrances, and those are God-built things. Those are Abba Father's things that he built for us to enjoy. And that's what he put Christ down here for. He goes, I'm, come enjoy this this man, this being that I'm putting before you, because he's going to be the lamb that saves you all. And, and I don't, I don't have the science in front of me, but I know that you know there's a whole science behind, you know, was it the old factory side of things where you know, like as a landscape designer, I'll have clients that'll specifically request certain plants because they remind them mm-hmm. of different experiences or people, usually people, you know, like grandma planted this. And every time I smell hydrangea, I think of grandma or um, viburnum or spirea. And there's a lot of very fragrant old fashioned plants, especially that bring a lot of memory and that it's rooted. It just goes Again, I know there's science behind it that I don't have on me, but I mean, that roots in deep. Mm-hmm. So that the whole idea of perfume, aroma, um, it's a deepening. It's, a, it, it, it's working on a cellular level. Verse three, Ephesians, Ephesians 5, verse three, let there be 
no sex sin, impurity, or greed among you. Let no one be able to accuse you of any such things. Dirty stories, foul talk, coarse jokes, these are not for you. Instead, remind each other of God's goodness and be thankful. That took a turn. <laughs> wow, where was the transition there? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now let's get into this. Now that we gave you the sweet talk, let's get into the oh, nitty gritty. Man. Well, it's to the point. It's what, yeah. So let's let's compare and contrast, right? So verses one and two, walk in the way of love. Verses three and four, and I'll just read the NIV version, mm -hmm. right? But among you, there must not be even a, a, a hint of sexual immorality. You know, one of the things, um, sex is always a big Christian topic, right? And I think the reason is that's the case is highlighted here, this contrast, right? Love versus sex, love versus, you know, uh, greed, greed, selfishness, mm -hmm. right? I think that's, I think that's what he's doing here is he's, he's comparing, you know, walk in the way of love. Okay. And here's what, here's what love does not look like. It is, it's not sexual immorality. It's not impurity or greed, right? It's not, um, it's not these things because, and they're improper for God's holy people. Why are they improper? Well, it goes back to this idea of walking in love, right? The orientation of your heart and the orientation of your, your intent, I think dictates your, you know, what is appropriate versus inappropriate, you know, say, and it, you know, and for, uh, for NIV anyway, it says, nor should there be any obscenity, foolish talk, or coarse joking, which are out of place, but rather Thanksgiving. You know, and off, off air, we were talking about this, you know, you, you, you know, there, everything you, you, you experience, every story that's told to you, everything that you witness, it's stuck in your brain, right? So as you're, if you're exposed to obscenity, foolish talk, coarse joking, that sticks, whether or not you want it to stick or not. And so um, if you, if you, Put yourself in a position where you're absorbing that and in, 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 in a lot in a, in a large capacity that is going to have some level of influence on who you are and what your character is whether you know it or not especially if you dwell on it and like really focus there and question it yeah sure yeah yeah i mean i, I don't think it, you know even if you try to disregard it even if you don't want it right it's still there mm-hmm mm-hmm uh but rather Thanksgiving, right? And that's how he ends, uh, you know, verse four. So Thanksgiving, what, what are we think, thankful for, right? Well, thankfulness and love, how do those two fit together, right? Well, um, I think you, you could probably go a lot of different directions when, with that one, but I, I would choose to think of, you know, we're blessed. We have a lot of blessings in this world. There's a lot of things that, I mean, there's a lot of bad things that happen to us for sure. But there's, but even those you could argue are blessings because they draw us closer to God. And so we give Thanksgiving because, uh, you know, we're thankful because we want to love. We want, we want to move in that direction of understanding God and being more like God. Uh, and that's why thankfulness, you know, and gratitude are so important. Yeah. And the fact that, um, I mean, like so many... Like for myself, I'm always, I have a trigger of places that remind myself to be 
intentional with gratitude every day. Like, what are you thankful for? There's got to be something. Think, you know, and you know, and the more you can, you know, you know, like MJ was saying earlier, you know, dilute the negative with the good, and you have to be intentional. It says that here. Remind each other. Yeah. That's intent. Right. That's intentional with you know, focus on the goodness. What are you thankful for? It the good is there that you have to be intentional and remind each other to be intentional as well. Well, that's why I think that's why, you know, I don't know if you've heard this before, but the Bible is considered basic instructions before leaving earth. Mm-hmm. Ah. So these are instructions for us. These are things that we really need to uh, be mindful of. Um, there should be no sexual immorality or the impurities or any of that um, greed. We shouldn't have any of that um, among us as as the saints. And just like it was like talking about the the crude joking and things like that. Those shouldn't be things that come out of our mouth. Um, we should be when when people see us and when we encounter other people and when we're talking and the things that we do, we should be imitating Christ um, in everything, no matter where we are. And I know that sometimes things happen to us and, you know, um, we, we get the short end of the stick, so to speak. Um, but that still shouldn't cause us to... Uh, speak in ways that wouldn't glorify the Lord. So, um, yeah. And we should always be thankful. Always be thankful. Amen. Amen. All right. Moving on to Ephesians 5, verse 5. You can be sure of this. The kingdom of Christ and of God will never belong to anyone who is impure or greedy. For a greedy person is really an idol worshiper. He loves and worships the good things of, of this life more than God. Don't be fooled by those who try to excuse these sins for the terrible wrath of God is upon all those who do them. Don't even associate with such people. For though once your heart was full of darkness, now it's full of light from the Lord and your behavior should show it. I have an exclamation mark in my version. Um, Because of this light within you, you should do only what is good and right and true. That was verses five through Through nine. nine. So that may have been too many here. No, well, actually, actually roll through 10 because 10 says, and find out what pleases the Lord. Okay, then verse 10, learn as you go. Mine says, learn as you go along what pleases the Lord. Learn as you go along what pleases the Lord learn Uh, and try to discern the discernment okay what did your version say kevin uh mine says find out find out yeah so find out discern and learn three different versions love it learn as you go what pleases the lord Uh very cool it's like in the in the chosen you know mary um, you know, gets through about six, seven different episodes following Christ. And then all of a sudden she just goes off the deep end and uh, falls back into her old ways. 
and they have to go get her, you know, kind of like the lost sheep thing, you know, if I had a hundred sheep and one goes astray, do I go get it or I just let it go because it's only one sheep? He goes and gets it. Well, it's just like when Mary walks away in the, in the chosen, you know, he sends Simon and Matthew to go find her and bring her back. And when she comes back, he just says, hey, listen, you know, whatever you got from me, you're not going to lose it just because you fall back. You're not going to lose it just by some simple dumb decision you made, but just come back and, and just repent and just, you know, be here with me. And I just thought, I thought it was beautiful. It was just like, yeah, we're going to mess up. But if we come back and say, Hey, I'm a dingling Lord. Thank you for being there for me. You know, yeah. I just need your arms around me. Yeah. So um, kind of building off of that on verse five, uh, and I'll get NIV, uh, for, uh, for of this, you can be sure, no immoral, impure, or greedy person, such a person is an idolater, has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. You know, that, that one hits me. I mean, it always hits me every time I read this. And then I have to remember that um, that's not me, right? Even though I'm, to your point, falling short, making mistakes, that's not me, right? Because, uh, and, we, and it speaks to it in, in John, you know, uh, chapter three, you know, we're born from above. You know, when we accept Christ, we are born from above. We're, our flesh, our flesh is, is our, our, you know, we live, we live in death, right? Or we are sinful created beings and sin is death, right? But when we accept Christ, and we have salvation through Christ and his sacrifice, then we're reborn. And as we're reborn, we're born from above. And so when he speaks to, and, and this is my interpretation of this, when he speaks to these immoral, impure, greedy people that are idolaters, he's speaking to someone that has not been reborn. He's speaking to someone that is, um, has yet uh, embraced Christ as their savior. And, uh, and I think there's that's a real important distinction here. Uh, yeah, that's well said. Yeah, yeah. I because it, this one hit every time I read that it hits me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, same here. Because I, I the, my very first thought is, well, that's me. Yeah, no, I'm glad you said that because that was very well said. Yeah, this is important for us to you know remember. There are things that sometimes even Christians uh, fall into, um, unfortunately. So do you think, I have a question, do you think that um, when a believer falls into this and say they don't repent, will they still inherit the kingdom? So there's, there's a difference uh, between, uh, and I'll use the terms uh, salvation and sanctification. There, there's a difference between the two. The, when you accept Christ as your savior, uh, you're given a gift at that point in time. And that is the mm -hmm. salvation. That gift can be right. away by your actions. In fact, if you recall in the early parts of Ephesians, uh, we were uh, basically, he, they know, he, God, God already had forgiven us for our sins before we committed them. 
right? Our actions do not dictate our salvation. Our faith is what dictates our salvation. Um, sanctification is the process of going through and becoming more like God, burning off the, the, the less than godly attributes that we have, the things that we've learned in this world, right? As we burn that stuff off, that's called sanctification. And it's not a smooth line. It's not, you know, you go from zero to a hundred in a nice straight line. It's, it's a, it's ups and downs, right? You have periods where you're really growing and really, really maturing, making good decisions. And then you have decisions that are not so good, not well, as well thought out, uh, things that are not godly, right? Um, you do, you do things that are, you would consider to be mistakes. Uh, that's part of the process. What God asks of us is not that we beat ourselves up and live in, a, in guilt, right? He, he just says, that's done, that's in the past. Here I am, orient yourself towards me and start walking, right? If you were walking the other direction, turn around and start walking towards me again. And then, and then he's good. He's good with us. Um, it's like the parable of the, the, the prodigal son, right? It's, it's the exact same situation. You know, the, the story of the lamb, the, 90, the, the lost lamb. These are all examples of how we as, as Christians fall short um, because we're imperfect. Uh, the, uh, there's a, a, a teacher of mine that he says every morning I say three things in the morning. He says, God, he says, help me, um, help me to remember that I am, I, I fall short, right? I am not righteous in my own right. I am, I am less than perfect. And then, and then he says, God, please send me help. Help me. God, help me. You're the only one that can help me. And then the third thing he says every morning is, and give me the courage to accept your help. And, and that's how he, that's how he reminds himself that in, in all of us, we need to remind ourselves, we're not righteous in our own right. We're not self-righteous. Um, you know, we, we, we are less than perfect. We always will be. And, and it's to be expected for us to make mistakes. Awesome. Amen. Love that. All right. So is this a good stopping point or do we want to? Let's try to get through to 20. Oh, goodness. All right. One big chunk, Ange. One big chunk. Read All right. Up. All right. Last chunk here. All right. Ephesians 5, verse 11. Take no part in the worthless pleasures of evil and darkness, but instead rebuke and expose them. It would be shameful even to mention here those pleasures of darkness, which the ungodly do. But when you expose them, the light shines in upon their sin and shows it up. And when they see how wrong they really are, some of them may even become children of light, exclamation mark. Verse 14, that is why God says in the scriptures, awake, O sleeper, and rise up from the dead, and Christ shall give you light. So be careful how you act. These are difficult days. Don't be fools, be wise. Make the most of every opportunity you have for doing good. Don't act thoughtlessly. Try to find out and do whatever the Lord wants you to do. Wants, wants you to. 
Don't drink too much wine for many evils lie along that path. Be filled instead with the Holy Spirit and controlled by him. Talk with each other much about the Lord, quoting psalms and hymns and singing sacred songs, making music in your hearts to the Lord. Always give thanks for everything to our God and Father in the name of our Lord, Jesus Christ. And you were reading out of Boom. what? This is the Daily Walk Bible. Yeah. Any distinctions from NIV you want to pull out? Um, no, I mean, there's obviously the spirit's the same of it. Yeah. I mean, the, but the, I think the message here is, you know, we, we have, oftentimes we have this idea that this relationship with God, right? It's personal, right? It's me and God. And if I can get that right, then I'm good, right? But what he's alluding to and what he's spoken to in the whole book of Ephesians is this idea that we're part of a greater community, right? If, he, if you recall Ephesian, Ephesia or Ephesus as the, as the town's name, um, you know, they were, it's a Gentile city. It's not, there were, there were a few Jews there, but mostly Gentiles, right? And so he's speaking to a collection of people a community of people. And what, what, what he's getting at here in this exercise is it's not, it's not just about your rightness with God. It's about the, the message that you're sending to your brothers and sisters, right? So you not only need to think of yourself, but why do we do, why do we do good things? Because we need to show good example for those of us that are not believers and those of us that, that are believers that are using us as, as mentors and models. Right. If we are doing a bad job, we're going to cause other people to stumble and, 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 and pull other people away from God, which is exactly what God does not want us to do. So the righteousness of, you know, this idea of, of, of being self-righteous, right, of being I'm, you know, I'm good on my own. When you show that to other people, other people pick up on that and they say, oh, I'm good on my own. Right. When you when you make mistakes and you don't and you don't repent about them, as we were talking about earlier, other people can say, oh, you know, they didn't repent about it. They don't seem to be worried about what they're doing. So why should I be worried about it? Right? They model you're modeling a certain behavior. Um, and so that's what he's he's kind of leading up to here is this idea that is that we need we need to be holy, not just for our own sakes, but for the sakes of our brothers and sisters, and those that are that have not yet uh, accepted Christ as their Savior. Amen. Mm-hmm. Very well said, mm-hmm. Yolanda. Any final comments? I know, like it, t- it tells us to look carefully how we walk. Like with our time, we we also need to um, be mindful of how we're how we're spending our time. So, like it's in everything, like I said before, in everything that we do, we should honor Him. Um, no matter like what it is we're doing or where we are, we need to glorify Him. I'm giving thanks always and everything. So, yeah, um, I think that is so key and important. Just like Kevin said, um, if we if we do wrong and we can cause our brother or sister to stumble, which isn't good. And we wouldn't be a good example for those that don't know the Lord. Um, so that is why it's so important for us to have such reverence for God that 
uh, we wouldn't be so inclined to do something that wouldn't honor him. I like the last part of it around 19, verse 19, you know, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and songs from the spirit, you know, singing and making music from your heart. You know, he, he came for us. He loves us. We are his child and we're, we're the apple of his eye. And I just love the fact that I am somebody's apple, you know, <laughs> I, I'm his apple. All right. And someone's eye on you. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Feels good to be that loved. And he thinks of us constantly. And so sing about it and in and, and, and singing in whatever voice you can about it, because, you know, it just, it feels good. You know, I, I may not have the best voice, but I love to sing. I'm envisioning the grocery store and all the apples laying there, <laughs> and you have to pick the one that you're going to take home. <laughs> I'm just picturing all the apples singing, pick me, <laughs> pick me. <laughs> And yet God loves them all. Yeah. He loves yeah. them all. You could be you could be as freckly as I am, but he loves me. Well, you guys are all amazing. Thank you for sharing here on this podcast. And I bless all of those of you listening. And I just I just pray that this blesses your heart and that it gives you one more nugget to um, just continue to go out and, and be thankful. And twice today, at least in these verses today, it said that be thankful, thankful for everything. And the good is there. It is there. And um, um, may these, may the, these words bless your heart and encourage you to um, act in a loving way today with whoever you're around, go share God's word, share what you learned, something you learned today, share it with someone today. Someone's going to cross your heart whether it's a text, you know, text them, call them, write them a note. That's old fashioned, but hey, they'll get their intention. <laughs> and just let someone know that you're grateful for them or thankful for something specific they did or said. Um, actually, coincidentally, right before this, this conversation, I got a, a text message from someone I've never met before. And I answered them back real quick and said, oh my gosh, thank you for saying that. I can't respond right now, but I... I don't, even, I don't even know who they are, <laughs> that they said some very kind words and I'm um, just very grateful. So be that love to someone today and um, in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. So if something's being said during this podcast, that's really pulling at your heart right now and tugging at you right now. Just say this little prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sin. You died for me, and thank you for coming into my life. You are my Lord and Savior. And by saying that prayer, you're bringing him that much closer to you and just saying thank you for being there always with me, Lord. So I hope we've helped in some way. Jesus is always there for you. Just use that power. Thank you for listening to the God Focus Podcast. And if we've said something today that has helped, we do have two action steps you can do with our program. Number one is we have a prayer team. If you'd like us to pray for you, just email us at godfocusedpodcast at 
gmail.com and we could put the prayer team on your situation. Secondly, if you have the financial means to help us, we are right now trying to improve the quality of the podcast with technology and editing. If there's any situations you can help with us, we have a custom program right now we're building for a custom membership, and then we'll have membership packages down the road. Please email us at godfocusedpodcast at gmail.com, and we can send you that information. Thank you for all your help and love through Jesus Christ, and God bless you. Have a great week.